We always ask people is a two-parter, and it's what's your connection to Chicago, and what kind of art do you create? Okay, uh, well, I was born and raised in Chicago. I grew up on the South Side in Morgan Park uh, before I moved to Miami for high school, um, and I came back to Chicago in 2011 after college to start my career. And my connection to the art is, um, uh, or to the arts. I work in theater, TV, and film, um, and sometimes commercials. And I'm also just uh, starting to expand the ways that I work in those um, those areas. Like I'm starting to work on the other side of the table sometimes, which is exciting. Um, and starting to create some of my own work. So yeah, yeah, I think you started a long time ago. I, I ran into you. Was that Miami at the Black Film Festival in the lobby down there one year? Mm-hmm. And one year I went down there, there you were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to work at the festival uh, for like seven seven summers. I worked, I guess you're right. I, I guess I'm re-expanding um, my connection to the arts. But yes, by that time, I, for three years, I assisted Jeff Ryder, who founded the festival. And then I worked as a talent manager for two years. And then I think I worked as a seating and talkback coordinator for two years. Um, how many is that? Yes, that's, that's seven, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so, let me ask you a quick question before we jump back. So uh, spending that time with the festival, what were the benefits uh, uh, then and if anything came of it now as far as relationships or whatever you want to tell us about? Um, so many things, like getting to see production in that way was was awesome I got to meet all kinds of people um, particularly when I was assisting Jeff because he had to be everywhere I got to meet Spike Lee and Tracy Ellis Ross John Singleton God rest his soul Keenan Ivy Wayans like Robert Townsend so many people I got to meet and interact with um, and getting to to attend some of the sessions even though I was working in the festival was really of benefit um, and yeah, there were there were tons of things, and it helped me forge some relationships that I still have today. And it gave me a a real interest, or a greater interest, I'll say, in in production and making something work because I I saw so much of how it worked from behind the scenes, you know. Thank you. 
talk about film and television, like Shameless, Chicago Med, Chicago, uh, The Shy. For your experience, what are some of the differences, maybe the differences and similarities between doing film and television and doing theater in, ter- in terms of acting? Mm, very different. Uh, a lot of times people ask me which one I like more and I always have a hard time answering that question, but I can definitely identify the differences. Um, with theater, uh, there's always a lot more rehearsal time and um, a lot more time to sit with a story and a character. Um, and also there's a live audience, you know, and there's nothing like that real time interaction and communion with, with the people who come to see the show. TV and film, um, I've done more TV than film, um, but film is starting to expand. Um, it's, it's a lot more, um, the intimacy is different. And not that the theater is not intimate, it's very intimate, but like the relationship that you have to the camera is just different. I, I feel like the honesty that you have to have on camera is very specific because the camera picks up everything. Um, so I think you have to kind of go to a different place, not necessarily a deeper place, and to make sure you're playing it as true to life as possible because the camera, I always say, can pick up every thought that you have. And also, like, sets are just different. Being on set is different from being in, in a theater. And there's tons and tons and tons of people on set a lot of people don't realize how many people work on a set to make something happen even if it's for like a 30 second commercial there's so many people and so much time um that you spend um so i guess time is spent a different way you spend a lot of time in the theater over the course of many many days and for set you can spend a lot of time on a set for a short amount of like work or a short amount of screen time or whatever whatever that whatever the the project or story calls for. Tiffany, I hear a lot of passion in your voice. Uh, What what was your inspiration for getting started? Was it a performer or artist? And what is your inspiration today? That's a great question. thing that inspired me. I was talking about this the other day. I think the first play that I saw was at ETA and it was called like Mr. Lemon and the Knuckleheads or something like that. And I think that that was my exposure to theater. Um, My mother did a really good job of of showing me like a world in Chicago. She took me to festivals and live performances, dance shows, concerts. She put me in dance class when I was like four and in arts programs and all these things. So I think just early exposure to the arts and seeing all kinds of different people on stage gave me a bug really early. And I I always remember coming out of the back of my small house um, (laughs) and like doing cartwheels for people who would visit. Uh, So I just feel like I was always, always performing, but I think it's because I saw the people doing it from the time I was really little. Uh, what, about, what about today? Oh yeah, today. I really love story. I love it so much. I love stories. I love getting to play different characters and and figuring out how to see the world through their eyes. I love finding the truth in story, or the, the truth wrapped in story, and like 
continuing continuing to find ways to like to find that truth and to to tell stories honestly or to point people toward a certain truth that can be transformative for them um, or that can shift the way that they think um, or just really just give them some kind of cathartic experience coming to the theater or watching something on TV that takes them away from the realities of life for a bit. I love telling stories, y'all. Yes. <laughs> Me too, no doubt, no doubt. I know both of y'all do, you know what I mean? Right. It's just beautiful. It's and, beautiful. And let me- and let me say, I, I was out and about a lot, and I did run into you and your mother a couple times at events. I was like, hey, that's yes, not happening for three decades. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No question. Like, it's true that, like, we call ourselves Winnie City Filmmakers, but without a doubt, like, I love film, but definitely theater is my first love. I love theater, right? And I had a chance to see you in a great play, Chlorine Sky, a couple weeks ago at, at Steppenwolf. It's based on a novel written by Mahogany L. Brown. Mahogany L. Brown, right? Yes. Right, and two questions I wanted to ask you. I, I thought it was a great production, strong performances, well-written, well-directed, just a really strong piece. And the first question is, for those who don't know, what is Chlorine Sky about? is about a young girl named Sky. She's 16 and she's really just moving through life trying to figure it out. And she's she's kind of a misfit. You know, she really likes basketball and swimming and she's not really a popular girl, cool girl. Um, and she feels every bit of that. Um, so she kind of just takes us through her journey as a teenager um, and all the struggles and challenges that that comes with. And, um, and by the end of the story, we see her... I think realize that who she is is enough um, and that no relationship with a boy who doesn't really actually care about her, no no fractured relationship with her sister who I played, um, no no fractured relationship with, with friends who really aren't really good for you can or should stop you from being who you are. So I, I think that's the essence of the story. And that leads to my, my second question because you played a variety of characters, but the main character you played was Tasha, her older sister. And to your point, it was a very contentious relationship, right? To say the least. But one moment I love was when you all at the table and Tasha started to go in on, on Sky, like she usually does, and Sky snapped back. And then there was a moment where Tasha asked her if she was okay. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a beautiful moment because for the, like, you saw for that split second that she was concerned about her younger sister, right? Yeah. So the question I had was, we saw the tension in the relationship. What do you think it was your characters loved about each other? Okay, well, my character's name was Issa, but I'm gonna go Issa, ahead and- Issa, my wife, my wife. Natasha can be her middle name. Her name okay. is Issa Natasha. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I think that Issa really loved Skye, but I think that she had a lot of insecurities. I think that she I think that she had some resentment and some jealousy of her sister um, that was uh, as a, a result of their home life. Um, and she, you know, she's an older sibling who probably lost a lot of shine and a lot of attention when her younger sister came along. And what I decided too is that she had some experiences when she was younger that nobody else knows about. And because her sister reminds her of those experiences, she takes that out on her because uh, she doesn't know how else to do, how else to like 
moved through her life. So she just, she has a lot of unhealed stuff and traumas and that's why she behaves the way that she does. But she still really loves her sister. And I think that moment that you're talking about at the table, when she says, um, when, when, when Sky kind of, you know, strikes back and it's just like, don't treat me like this anymore. Issa realizes the effect that she's having on her sister that I don't think she quite realized before. I think she sees the, the weight of the hurt that she's causing. So let's talk about Chicago. Chicago is a great town. Uh, and you've done uh, the big theater houses and uh, the TV shows. What makes Chicago a great theater and film and TV town for you? Chicago really cares about good storytelling, I believe. I think that um, it, it really cares about like quality uh, craft and, and, and acting and, and story and performance. Um, I think that it's a very real town uh, as far as that's concerned and um, and that there can be things in other markets or other areas that are more um, more attractive or or, um, or and sometimes superficial in some things but Chicago I think has a really real heart and soul um, and desire to tell really good stories. No, it's tripped out. I went to uh, I went to FAMU, Florida a and a thousand years ago. Uh, it was a great experience. We had Ricky Harris on the show. He went to Tennessee State. Oh, yes. Uh, right. And we had uh, uh, Tracy Bonner on, too. She went to TSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about our experience going to historically black colleges and universities, what that experience was like. What was your experience like going to Howard? Howard Bison's, what, what was that experience like for you? Amazing. Uh, I love, I love Howard. I love every moment, every year. I tell students that I talk to all the time to, to really consider going to HBCUs. I know your, your guidance counselors and everybody else is telling you to not, um, and that it's not practical or that it's not a real reflection of the world. And my answer to that is, so, <laughs> and also that I disagree. Um, you know, I think that I think that it's a unique experience, and it doesn't look like the rest of the world. But that's also what breeds a lot of the confidence that we have coming out. Like I came out of Howard believing that I could compete and work against anybody. You know what I mean? And like I didn't even realize it's, it's not like I was just shouting that from the hills, but that's what it gave to me. Uh, just really rich experiences inside and outside of the classroom. Um, I love the culture at Howard. I <laughs> I love that everything had a process from dorm uh, dorms to Christian organizations. Everything everything had a process. You know, everybody was online uh, for something, which was hilarious to me. Um, and I love that the dorms competed against each other in festivals and stuff. Like I was on the dance team for the quad representing Fraser's second floor. You know, quad up. Um, yeah, there's nothing like. There's nothing like an HBCU experience. There's nothing like Howard. Um, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a great a great experience for me too. Like not that I was around other uh, people, educated people, whatever the case may be, but it's something about having a lot of people from different parts of the country, different parts of the world, you know, just seeing professors, doctors, the whole nine yards. It's and diverse. people look it's like you. Diverse. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 
And, and let me add, the uh, uh, vice president of the United States came out of Howard. Yes, she did. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Not practical, please. <laughs> yes, and, and like you're saying, Brad, HBCUs are diverse, which people don't realize. People are coming from all over the country, all over the world, from all all walks of life and experiences and points of view. But in order to understand the diversity of HBCUs, you have to really understand the fact that Black people are not monolithic. Right. Um, and there's all kinds of us and frames of thought and all of that. And yeah, so when people say that it's not diverse enough, I say, yes, it is. No doubt. My brother came out of Alcorn. He's a principal now. You know, nice. it's, it's, it is practical. Hey, were you down with were you down with Chadwick Boseman? Were y'all down at the same time? Or? I was not, unfortunately, but I've heard such amazing stories. I, I remember when he spoke at commencement, um, probably a few years before he passed away. And also, he had worked so hard to get what was then the fine arts department to become a, a college within the school again, which means more funding, more attention, more resources. So now it is the Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Arts, um, which is awesome to see. And I wish he was here to see that happen, but I'm glad that it's honored and that it's named in his honor. Wait, did you say you were there for the commencement? I wasn't there. I watched it. I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was powerful. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Hugely powerful. Like, it still gives me chills. Like, the things that he said during that commencement, um, which were even more, like, when he passed away, I went back and saw some 